What's going on, brother? Can you hear me? Well, can't you hear me? Can you hear me now? You can't hear me? All right, there we go. Now I can hear you. All right, what's going on? Hey, brother, how you been? Hey, look, I've been living life, bro. I've been living life. You feel me? You know, I've been living that football. I see, look, I see you rocking that Falcon jersey. You rocking home while rocking. You know, I got to rock that home jersey, rocking that away jersey. I see you. Yes, sir, yes. You already know, baby. They don't know about the numbers yet. All right. They don't dude. know about the numbers. They ain't know. No, they ain't know. They ain't know about the Dirty Birds, baby. We know what time 81, 82. And when we get on the field, bro, they don't know how we get down. But it's all right. Welcome, Man, everyone. Yeah, no. Welcome, everyone, to the 81 Podcast. It is your host, Asif Ali. My guest for today is my former teammate and current Chicago Falcons semi-professional football player, Jonathan Fonder. Jono, how you doing, brother? Bro, I'm doing great, man. I'm just, you know, excited. Excited to do some cool announcements and dope announcements for you guys. So I'm just ready. I'm just ready to get this going, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So how you been, though, brother? I know that last time when uh, I think you had a baby a couple years ago, right? Uh, did you have Did you have another one recently? Yeah, or, or, yeah, you did, right? Not, not, nah, not recently. Just that one for right now. Um, okay. Like you say, yeah, she's doing great. She's, she's two. Her birthday's in February, man. It's just, it's just so much, you know. It, she, it, I love that little girl. You know, I can talk about her as much as I could. Like yeah. I said, like she's doing great. Family's doing amazing, you know. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's funny because every guest I've had on is is besides my Monday guest is a father. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously with COVID, <laughs> every and obviously you know I'm 30, but I'm not married, I have no kids. But it's like I can obviously understand, resonate kind of the joys of parenthood because when you coach, a lot of those same type of principles apply to obviously you know being a father, you know. So right, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can relate to right. that. So. Man, so, yeah, you can relate. Being a football player and a dad is it's something about a dad, and that's also a football player. You know, it's that it's that it's that secret strength that people don't know on that field. You know? Right. You, I may hit you with a with a strength of a football player, but I'm also showing you the strength of as a father too. So it's like you want to be careful. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think that's an important point because you want to strike a balance between being firm and being tough and also kind of showing love and and, and because because you know I think Thursday's guest Lofa basically said you know when he was growing up the thing that he that he aspired was to have. He basically like for every child, I think I think I think the mentality or I guess the uh, the methodology of raising your kid or or I guess the, uh-huh. the children's psychology is that you want to have your father's respect and your mother's love, you know. Right. Uh, obviously, Lofa was you know a, a, a six seven year NFL vet. His dad was a fourteen year NFL vet, so obviously you know he tried to aspire to please his father. And you know, obviously, you know, for you and you uh, and and and, you, and your little bro, I mean, I'm not sure if that same principle would apply for you, but I'm sure for you as a father now, you'd probably want to ensure that your daughter kind of has that father figure and be and be a girl dad hashtag, right? But also kind of just you know be be try try to instill some lessons of life, you know, into her, you know, as you know, right. as she grows up. So exactly. Yeah. So it's like you know, like I said, it's different in like a mental statement of being in as a football player. It really is because like. Sometimes when you foot, the way I explain football to people is is that mentally it's something where it just helps you release whatever you truly feel. Like football is like a is like a counseling level for a lot of people for people going through like you know depression and stuff like that, and then like you know and stuff that goes on at home. By 
by being in that field, having that gear on, to having that coach to tell you and having players like you, for instance, saying, look, man, good job, keep going. You know, you fall, get back up, you know, keep playing, you know, fourth quarter. You know, you see L.A. You already know. going, you know, you like L.A., like, you know. <laughs> you already Look. It be, it, it's so much memories I remember with you. I remember on that kickoff, you know, special team. We yeah. always on special team. Yes, sir. Always. Yes, sir. One specific play, you was right next to me. I mm-hmm. said, L.A. I said, you see this guy in front of me? I'm like, yeah, well, I'm like, we're going to double team him. Yeah. And so, as soon as that ball got kicked, we went out there. You was the first one there. You was the first one to get that guard. Man, I, I kid you not. Yes, sir. From a different perspective. Dude was bigger than me. You know, I'm short. Right. I'm short. But you you made him look shorter than how I look. So it was like, you went up there and guard. I'm like, I, 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 LA, okay, okay. I'm over there telling Coach Ross that, Coach. I'm like, Rob, look, this man just guarded. He just guarded this big dude. Like, I'm over there like, like he just guarded this man. Hold on. <laughs> man. I ain't never seen that side of LA before. Until yep. that day, I'm like, I ain't never seen that side before. You know, and I think I think part of the, what, what went into that was just obviously me having a flashback to my JUCO days and obviously the arena days. And and I remember when 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 I was first choosing my number, and and you and you, and you, we talked about it, I was, I'm going to be 84. But he's like, oh, but you told me, oh no, I saw I saw your college photo. You were 81. So if you're still 81, bro, you gotta just you know rock with it. And that was legitimately that was the week after I chose 81. And you know, yeah. obviously, and obviously, you know, I mean, people, our listeners don't know Wale or, or you know, Black and these guys, but like, you know, yeah, like, no, uh, I was like, you know, who has 81? Like, no one has 81. So then I'm pretty much like, okay, if I want to be, I'm like, can I choose 81? And they're like, yeah, but like, you know, 81, that, that's TO. We're waiting for TO. I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, I may not be TO, but I can make up for it in other areas. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and that's exactly where I have my, my most impact on special teams. So, and, and kind of that's, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of kind of, you know, when, when I, on that game, in the gates against the Sun Lakes Blue Devils for our listeners who don't understand the semi-pro um, the Chicago Falcons are obviously long range program in the state of Illinois the Sun Lake Blue Devils are our program running in Salem Wisconsin so we were in Salem playing over there against the Blue Devils and it was just like uh, my first road game I've never been to Wisconsin in my life you know my first time <laughs> visiting in this state and I'm just like okay shit like you know I want I want to go out there and make sure my teammates remember me for something you know what I mean yeah. You know, because I mean, you never know. And, and every guest I've talked to, you know, and, and uh, this week is, is everyone says the same philosophy. You never know when your next play will be your last. You know, you're not you yeah. may not get that opportunity the next play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously that kickoff was just kind of, you know, where, where I wanted to make sure I prove myself, prove my worth. And obviously, you know, I appreciate, you know, you you recognize that, you know, you were talking about it before the kickoff. Tenard, obviously, Will Gibbs, you know, all the guys, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, and, and, and I really appreciate that. Look, man, that was just one of those, like, one, I'm a player of a spirit. Like, you know what I mean? I want everybody here in the game. I want everybody here, but I want everybody to feel what I feel, you know? Yeah. We went to Wisconsin. Blue Devils did not like Chicago at all. Right. They didn't like the Falcons at all. From the jump, they did not like us at all. Yeah. So I already seen that as a perspective of, like, all right, we already know we got the refs playing their side, we got the players playing against us, and we got the fan against us. But at the end yeah. of the day, we got what we had, and it was us, you know? And, like, as soon as we got out there, we already knew it was, like, a little sketchy. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we went out there with our heart. And that's all that mattered to me at the end of the day, you know? And, like, yeah, when we – I noticed you was excited because we got in the – almost got in the car slip by the toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't never – I ain't never been. I think you had that was a Camaro that you had, correct? It was a Charger. Camaro. Charger. Yeah, it was a Charger. 
Yeah. I ain't never been in no charger that fast since <laughs> I got in the car with you. Me and my little brother was in the back seat sleep. <laughs> we was sleep. I know my little brother slept on me, and all we felt was the car pushed us to the seat light. Room, and we woke up. Like, I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> we good. And my little brother, like, what's going on? I'm like, we good. We ain't finna die yet. We on our way to the game. And then soon we got to this tollway. It was this car trying to cut in front of us. Man, you hit that brake so hard. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to make it. <laughs> you was getting like, man, I ain't never seen no car took off that fast until, I, like I said, L.A. I'm like, man, that's why that's why I mess with L.A., yo. That's, L.A. is one of them dogs the way it's like, you can't. Ain't no such thing of like we ain't gonna be late. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get that some way, somehow. We gotta drive 300 miles per hour. We, we're gonna drive 300 miles per hour. Just I need like three seatbelts next time I get in the car with you. Cause you, 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 a, you a race car driver. I yeah. ain't never, like, <laughs> man. Man. I did you not. But that day, it was a historical day for me. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That was like one of my, that was my first time actually in Wisconsin Thanks. also. Hey. And starting at receiver. That was your first time starting at receiver in that game. Yeah. And, and yeah. like, literally, I never thought that, you know, okay, well, you know, me being a receiver, a starting receiver, I have experience of being a starting receiver, of course, but right. it's the feeling of different, you know, it's a different level of a, uh, as a wide receiver, you know? Right. And at the end of the day, I, I mentally stood here. Yeah, we lost by a touchdown that game, but at the end of the day, you know, we came out and we won. Mentally, yeah. we won. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean yeah, I mean the final score is kind of no. We actually we actually got blown out, but then the second half we we held them scoreless. We shut them out, and we and we, so we second half it was I think it was like thirty whatever. And then second half it was six zero. So, so we did yeah. we scored a touchdown on 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 blacks on blacks uh, pick six, and that was kind of yeah. you know and that and, and to you and to me kind of the lesson and because obviously with us I mean like I was talking to my 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 last guest uh, Jesus about this. Um, it was just one of those things where it's like, you don't, semi-pro is such an issue with traveling. Like, and it doesn't matter what level you could be on the elite level. You could yeah. be in the premier leagues across the country here in Cali, you know, it doesn't matter. PCFL guys have issues traveling, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, we got out there, we were undermanned and we fucking balled, man. I mean, like man. we balled that second half, bro. I mean, I, I hang my hat on that. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? To it your point, like I, I agree. Man, it was only like 13. It was like not even 13 of us. It was like a like literally had 11 men. 11 oh, men. Oh, we had 11 men. Yeah. Special team, defense, offense. We was there. We, we right. was there. Like, and at the end of the day, like I said, it was a part of you that I saw in that game is that you realize that you don't know where you're like you said, you don't know what you're going to be in that last that may be your last game. But right. you showed out, like I said, that one thing I can say about LA, no one never can say. That I always say is that this man will always be down, no matter what position you put him in. He's in there. Put him in there. I guarantee you. Yeah, it, it's it's like I said, it's new to him, but at the same time, he'll get it done. Loans is done. Loans that down is done. Guess what? We got three more downs to take out. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's how I that like I said, that's how I see football. I see it as if like no matter how hard you try, you keep trying. You keep going. Like, like literally, you can keep going. That's right. no that's no such thing of oh I'm gonna stop right here. Oh, I'm gonna stop as a wide receiver, oh, I'm gonna stop as a special team. No, you keep going. Right. I, I wanna be in every position in the field, but I'm only in every position in the field because I know that I can do every position. You gotta put your mind into it, you know? That's Bingo. how you gotta look at it. 
bingo. You know what I mean? And that's exactly, and I appreciate you recognizing that because obviously my willingness to play out of position was something that I was talking to, obviously my last guest about Jesus, who's now coach at San Jose City College over here because my head yeah. coach from, 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 from West Valley, where you saw that 81 photo, my college photo, is his head coach yeah. now at San Jose City. And one of the things that my coach told me, you know, and this is something obviously Rob, obviously Rob, you know, Rob, our coach Rob told us the same thing, you know, but pretty much he's mm-hmm. like, just be willing to play out position, just be willing to accept your role, whatever that role may be. And don't ever trip about playing time because your time will come to shine. And obviously when that, that, that game, that kickoff, that was my moment. Man. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to seize it. You know what I mean? So that was, that was your shine. That day, I like I said, that, that day, that's you, you show beast mode. You, LA yeah. showed beast mode that game. And like I said, I never going to forget that. You guard dude was bigger than me. And how yeah. I say dude is like, man, we, I know we ain't going to take him down. You seen it as, look, it's either me or nobody. And so you went out there and you did what you had to do. That's why I'm like, I ain't look. I ain't finna talk to LA no more. I, if I tell if I tell LA to go get this 300 pound guy, I know he gonna do it. I, just, <laughs> I know he gonna do it. Yeah. But I ain't finna charge this man no more. <laughs> but man, like I said, you know, I I was talking to Coach Rob earlier. I was talking to him, and you know, he was asking me because you know I moved out of Chicago. I'm, I moved to Indiana. Out of Chicago. I'm in Indiana right now. I was right. thinking of playing for um, the um, the Pride Lions in um, Fort Wayne. Uh-huh. Um, I was thinking of playing with them, but like my heart was telling me, like, nah, like just regenerate. Some kept telling me, like, regenerate, regenerate, regenerate. Get healthier, get stronger, get faster, and you know, know where your team really is. And so, even after I kept telling myself that. And then on top of that, I was going to get tried out for uh, Ball State University, which is a D2 division uh, football team here. Yeah. I was accepted for tryouts, but what happened was is that I needed like a two-year, three-year uh, sports physical, uh, basically records of three years ago, my sports physical to see what type of condition I was in, yeah. but I ain't had the records of that. So then I have to wait until next year. But next year, like I tell everybody, everybody that messaged me from the Falcons, like, yo, where's you going to play? I told him to this day, right now, I'm going to announce it right now that yes, I will be back playing with the Falcons in 2021. Look, (laughs) I'm back playing with the Falcons in 2021. I'm I'm back. I know I'm better mentally. I'm up there, you know, physically, I'm ready. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know if you was heard about it, but I had both hamstring pulled like in the last four games of me playing with the Falcons. Damn. And And like, that was a, were, were, were you guys playing this year? Was there a league going on this year? Or was that last year? That was last year. Okay, yeah, last year. Um, last year we was playing against M three. We was playing against um, what else team we was playing against? We was playing against some team in Wisconsin. They came to um our home game. That was a home game that we had, and then we were playing the the, uh, the fire department. That's when I pulled my first hamstring. We was playing against the Chicago, Chicago department. Fire, yeah, Chicago uh, fire department. Yep. And then um, I pulled my first hamstring. You know, Coach Rod told me, look, you're going to have to sit out that game. Like I said, mentally, football is one of those things to me. It's like, look, you can't sit me out. I got to pull a hamstring. Guess what? I'm going to get something to tie it up real quick. I'm going to put me back out there. Coach, you need me. You know what yeah. I mean? You need me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm giving you – look, they took out my leg. Guess what? I got another leg. It's all right. We're going to keep going. And, yeah. You know, I, tried, I gave him that 50%. And then another game, I know I pulled both of my hamstrings and both legs. But then I kept trying to, I remember it was like one of those moments where Christmas Black was telling me like, Fonda, go sit out, go sit. I'm like, no, he see me in pain. He see me. You know, I'm trying to get up and run and I kept falling. He 
he right. kept seeing this though. He stopped me. They they stopped me. I'm like, nah, you can't do that to yourself. You gotta sit out. I went on the sideline, sat out. I was just in a, you know, I was in that rut where it's like, man, I ain't never just pulled both of my hamstring like this. I ain't like it's not me. It's not me to get hurt. I'm not supposed to get hurt. That was in my mindset. But one thing I have to learn about myself is is like a best player always knows when they they're in their best moments, you know. And I wasn't in my best moments. And I tried to force them and I shouldn't have did that because it could have been permanent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to sacrifice a lot. That's why I took um a nice year from football, pretty much start working out, um, get conditioning myself, trying to learn and study the playbook back and forth, forward, like, you know, study the playbook. I still remember the playbook to this day. And so it's like, now it's like, okay, I'm ready. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to get back in that field. It's just that feeling of being with the Falcons again. It's just, it's like, you can't really leave that team. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because obviously the motto of the team is Falcons for life. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. you, you basically said you can't mentally leave that team. And obviously the reason why is because it's a family. It's not so much just like a team. You know, I mean, yeah. it's funny. It's funny because like, even though, even though I went end up leaving eventually, you know, me and then we had to start my own team or start coaching and whatever like that. Still yeah. in the semi-pro ranks. I mean, ultimately, I mean, yeah. I never, I, 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 I never severed the tie with anyone. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the, my boys and the mm-hmm. Falcons were still, you know what I mean? Y- y'all were still my, my dogs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ride with my yeah. dogs, you know, because these battles that we share, you, you can't replicate that. You know what I mean? I mean, right. and, 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 and these are the types of moments that you can never replicate with anyone else. And that's how you become a band of brothers. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. and, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. One thing I remember about you, and this is good that you made, you talked about, you know, your, your kind of your mental, your, your state of mind as a player. Even if you you get beat on a play, even if you know you 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 know you, whatever happens you know to their team you know and obviously we took a lot of L's right. Uh-huh. You were the type of player that would never ever ever quit because you would always want to get right back in there and say, "Fuck this! I'm out here to fucking make an impact. I'm out here to show you 82 a is is not going down. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can yeah. you can burn me. You can whatever. You can you can you can beat me on a play. You might get that on film, but I will never ever ever quit. And that to me is what football is yeah. about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yep, that's something I was telling. I was talking. I remember I was talking to Shaq about, you know, Shaq. I don't know if you remember Shaq. Um, you know, number yeah. 13. He was playing yeah, for, yeah. you know, you know, Shaq. Yeah. So I was talking to him. Um, you know, he was like, look, man, like out of all players, I never, I'm the one of the most competitive defensive um, cornerbacks um, that he actually yeah. played in my bro. And is that something that tells me something? Because so far out, out of all his highlights, clips I've seen, not a lot of people gave him that fight that he looked for. Yeah. Where it's like eye indifference is like okay, yeah, he looked taller than me and bigger than me, but at the same time, for somehow we was here, we was yeah. always here, you and still, so like every yeah, good, no good, good every yeah, right, every time we was like how you say in a match, whenever there's a game coming up, coach tells me he'll like I don't want you to guard nobody but Shaq, yeah. guard Shaq, Marty, he could have guard, he could guard Shaq too, yeah, Marty and me, we was man, look. That was, we was the defense cornerbacks right there of that time right there. You know, me and Marty, that's that's another player I do miss also. You know, I'm, I hopefully he is playing for the Falcons again. But if it's somebody new that, you know, I'm going to give him that spirit, the same spirit, so nothing different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Coach Rob mainly wanted me to guard Shaq. And after I, after I got that that request and I had, it's just in my mind, I had a mission. I'm like, all right, I got to show this man that you may not be the easiest person to guard, but you're going to be the most competitive person to guard. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I never, I would never knock down nobody's skills in football because yeah, I'm against you, but I'm not going to be really against you. I'm just going to show you that look, 
what you're going to do here is not, I'm not going to let you do it. Right. You know what I mean? You can do it everywhere else, but at this moment, you can't do it. 100%. You know what I, you mean? Know what I mean? And I think the biggest thing is that you'll go 110% effort. You know what I mean? Regardless yeah. of kind of what you said, the size disadvantage, regardless of the skills disadvantage, whatever it may be. I think, I think, I, I think there was a clip where Shaq did beat you on, on one play, but then Shaq yeah, came back. That's... Yeah, you remember that. Yeah. And then Shaq came back, and then he's all like, all right, bro. He's like, right, let's get this yeah. shit. You know, when he came yeah. back to the Falcons that same year. And so. I mean, that's exactly kind of, you know, the, the point of this. You know I mean? I think it's obviously the spirit and competition of, of playing is, is part yeah. of what Semi-Pro is about. And the spirit of the Falcons, obviously, is it kind of embodies that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And you, and you, you, bro, 100%, you definitely embody that. You know, so I, I definitely yeah, want to definitely. just give you that, that props. So. Like I said, I told Shaq, I'm like, look, you got that one clip of you catching that ball against me. Cool. But I yeah. wish I had the other clip of when you didn't catch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, if I had that clip, we would have been even right now. You have a, a, a actually visual proof that you you called a ball against me. But if you tell the world the truth right now, well, he, he did. He admitted. He did admit. I'm not going to lie. He did admit that. Uh, yeah, he guarded me a couple times. He I couldn't get a complete pass a couple times against him. He admit that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's that clip that he had. Like I said, after that moment, it showed me that Anything is possible. Anybody right. is possible. Anybody can be beat. It can be D1 players. It can be five-star ranks in um, football right now. Anybody can be beat. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like when um, when we was playing against your team, I didn't even know that was your team until, like, I got there late. Yeah. And they was like, who? I'm like, who team is this? Like, I, I love their jerseys. Like, who? Who thought of this? Like, who thought of this <laughs> black kid silver idea? Yeah. And then it's like, you won't even believe it. I'm like, who? tell me he said look you already know who it is i'm like i don't know who it is he so you're not telling me you don't know who, who on this team I'm like i don't i never heard his team before. he said it's la team i said la <laughs> i'm like wait a minute la on the team wait, wait, wait a minute <laughs> like this man just left like i was like four months ago how did he create a team so fast he yeah man la had he, he put a team together and they jersey got their jersey man i'm like Man, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, look, if this team was still here, I, I probably would have joined this team. But at the same time, I'm like, I like the fun. I like the thought of what he did. I like how you decided to go, well, you know what? I did my part. I did my duty as a Falcon player. And now I'm going to try to do my duty as creating another team, you know? And you came to us as a, as a you know, as not even as a, a nemesis, not even as a, like, a you know, a person that's just calling us out. You came to us as a player. And yes, said, look, this is what I created, and I want you to give these guys a test. And yes, when sir. you did that, that that actually it, it motivated me to think higher regarding the football. Like, if 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 I can't do the best I could here, I can create what I can. You know what I mean? You created a, a pretty decent team. Like part of it, yeah, like I said, the history of what happened, yeah, I don't really appreciate that because it wasn't it wasn't even it was unnecessary. I don't know if you recall what I'm talking about. No, when they burned yeah. the jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I man, I, I didn't really appreciate that. It's because of the fact is, like, y'all lost. Okay, y'all lost that bad against the Falcons. You yeah. can't blame a coach for losing for y'all. Well, well, what happened was I actually left the month prior to to you guys playing them. So basically, mm -hmm. I I moved to Phoenix, and then and then and then and then, and then oh. you, you oh then y'all had the scrimmage. So the coach was majors, you know what I mean? But I mean, it doesn't right. matter now, but like essentially, I mean, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He said, he said he had nothing. I mean, I, I, it was, I'm not, it, I guess it was a few players who did it, who were involved with it. You know what I mean? But essentially, I mean, like when it, when I saw the video and I'm just, I just, I just maybe, and I had to post it on my IG and I had to post it on Facebook so everyone could see, I'm like, 
these this these cats literally burn the jersey and then they put a hashtag fuck Ali as a description. I'm all like, yo, man, this shit's going. I mean, there's there's no there's no place for this shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, guy, like I mean, like dudes, like and like that's the thing I I don't like about kind of the semi pro because the fact that it's so unregulated, anyone can say anything, anyone can do anything. They can literally take shots at you from every angle, and if they disagree with what you're doing, then they basically you know post put you know do whatever they can to to drag your name mm-hmm. down. And and that shit is unnecessary, bro. I mean, like if you think about football, yeah. you know when you play, the shit talking doesn't stop. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know I think I think the best part is is that. I even though I say I don't appreciate it, I love the energy. I love the publicity. Right. Because it just it's, adds. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Right. It's like it's something that I like I said, it's something for you to carry on. Like I like I even told you in the comments, I said, bro, cherish this moment. Just yeah. think about it. Yeah. Somebody is burning the jersey that you created, a team that you created. They upset indeed. Indeed. Look, I want my ring. That's why next year I'm aiming for a ring. And so you year, got it. And I I was telling coach, I said, Rob. We aiming for a championship next year, and I'm gonna make sure we get that. He says, "So you think we're gonna?" I'm like, "Coach, I know we're gonna get a championship next year. I know he is." He said, "How are you gonna get us a championship?" Because I'm like, "It's eleven of us that's gonna make it. Eleven 100%. of us gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it, but eleven of us will. Because we're gonna yeah. be on that field, gonna do everything we need to do. Yeah, you you gonna you gonna get angry, Coach Rob. Rob gets angry, and yeah. we don't nobody if, like I tell all these odds." Oh, if I had to get the opportunity to meet the new guys right now, because apparently that was a, it's a whole bunch of new guys that's on the Falcons right now, mm-hmm. whole brand new feel. Um, you still got black. You still got um, well, um, Anthony. He moved to. That's funny. You in Phoenix right now, right? No, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, I left. Uh, now I'm back in Cali. Oh, okay. I thought you was in Phoenix. I'm like, say, I was. Um, Twan, he's he's in Phoenix. He moved to Phoenix. Nico. Yeah, he moved yeah, to yeah, Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, I know. So <laughs> I, I was surprised. I'm like, oh, okay, well, why, why didn't meet up, link up, or anything? But you know, I was telling him that you know I was going back. He said, "Look, man, that's actually a good idea." He said, "And help the new players." So I'm like, "Look, whatever my chemistry go, we all gonna be on the same page. We all gotta be on the same page. Y'all don't like to lose. I don't like to lose. Y'all want to go undefeated. I want to go undefeated. If I lose a couple games, we lose a couple games. But yeah. at the same time, that don't mean we give up." If somebody scores a touchdown, that don't mean second quarter we give them eight more touchdowns or throw eight more interceptions or fumble eight more times. We don't do that. That's not what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? So that's why lately I've been mentally motivating myself and preparing myself to play for the Falcons and bring that, like I said, my goal now is not even last, like the year before last, my goal was to bring everything I had. This time, my goal is to bring the chemistry to the team. I want everybody to now we need to connect individually. I know I can connect to playing football, but I want the team to connect playing football. I want everybody to be on the same page. I want everybody to feel how everybody else feels. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the only way you're going to win championships. That's the only way. 100%. You ain't never going to win a championship saying that you're the strongest person on the team because guess what? You got 10 other players that want to be the strongest player on the team. You got to make them feel strong. You got to make them feel like they can do it. You got to make them feel like they can win the championship too. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. you got a ring. Think about it. You got a ring. I got three. Ten other players want a ring right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And ten other players want a ring right now. So you can just imagine how it seemed like, like I said, exactly. You can just imagine. Think about it. Yeah. You having a ring and that's ten other people. You showing that ring, you have, this is the mindset you have for those people. You got this, well, if he got it, then I want to make sure I get it. Bingo. And I want to make sure my teammate get it. 
And yes, I want to make sure everybody else is getting it. Coach yes, Rock sir. get it, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Give them that feeling. So that way they be like, look, man, I'm only here for the ring. Yeah. I ain't here for the, the quarters, the downs, the I can hit you as harm here for the ring. Exactly. So you end that season, you can walk around just like you, LA, in your charger with your with your ring on your pinky finger, holding on to the stairway, you know, just oh, like it's just gonna be shining with the sunlight, you know what I mean? Hold so on, it's on. like it's that, just... it's that feeling. Is that you know feeling? Hundred percent. I mean? You know what I mean? I mean, I go like this. I've done this in three interviews now. Because <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I bro, I mean, like you said, I'm proud of this shit. Because I can just go like bah, or I could be like exactly. you said, like that. And you know, ain't nobody can say shit. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, cause this was for me to prove to myself I could play the sport. It was for me to go out there and show I could get, I could give my 100% and make something out of it. And I did. You know, for me, because unlike I wasn't able to play in high school, that's why I decided to walk on a JUCO over like 11 years ago. And then the rest was history. You know what I mean? And now it came to fruition that I, I ended up playing semi-pro. I'd been out of the game for six years before I joined the Falcons. And then I had that comeback season and the rest was history, bro. And like now I'm, 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 you see me now, like, you know, I mean, everything is just clicking. This game and this, this sport, this passion, this love that we share and always trying to kind of setting your bar higher, you know, kind of raising your limits as an athlete and as a competitor is why. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yep. I mean, that's exactly why. So, and like I, like I even told you, I remember when you first started to, instead of you becoming a player for the Falcons, and it's something I always want to thank you for. I want to say, I want to take this moment now to thank you for what you've done for the Falcons, uh, you know, outside as a player wise. Like you took in us from sponsorships to having our own, you know, interviews and trying to help us elevate. You know what I mean? You yeah. took us to that level to where it was like, now you was at the chances of where, basically as a semi-player, you wanted to up our gridiron division. You want to take us to like all these highs, you know, we were looking at you like, this man ain't never finna sit here and tell us that we ready for the next division. We just like, we were just sitting there just thinking. I was talking to Black, I'm like, what's going on? He said, man, LA just don't make it moves right now. I'm like, I. I don't even know how to explain the moves. I'm like, he's like, yeah, this man making moves. He's trying to get this team to like close to the NFL level. This man wants to get paid for semi-pro and everything. And then when I heard, oh, LA trying to get us paid for playing semi-pro, I'm like, man, you don't you don't understand how fast I'm going to tell my job. I quit. I'm playing football now. I'm getting paid for this. You know? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, bro. <laughs> I want to tell him, I want to tell him like, look, man, I don't need this nine to five. LA told us we getting paid. Like, yeah. I wanted to tell him that so bad, but, you know, I'm like, man, I'm finna, I'm over here telling everybody, I'm over here telling my wife, I'm like, baby, we're going to get paid for playing football. I don't need no child no more. <laughs> I'm over here just telling everybody. And then I'm like, man, look, I was, my head was so high up at that moment because I'm like, this man, LA is making moves. And I'm talking about moves where you don't see coaches going out and trying to do for the team. You see coaches trying to get new gear. You over here trying to get gear. We had radio, we had a radio um, broadcast at the yeah. game one day. Radio yeah, I saw radio. interview. That's already. Yeah, it was the. Yeah, you and Rob had an interview. I seen. I, I watched it all the time on YouTube. I love that interview. I love that spirit between you and Coach Rob during that radio. Um, do that YouTube interview. It was so. It was so much fun. Yeah. But it's like, it's just that spirit. What I noticed that what you was trying to do for the team, you know, not even just physically, but also motivate, like motivating, like to tell you guys, like, look, Falcons ain't just no ordinary semi team on the south west side of Chicago. This is something really big. It's a really high franchise of a team where. You know your opportunities to become bigger, 
And like like I said, even then after that, I was telling them, telling the coach at uh, Ball State that I was playing semi-pro beforehand. And the reason why I was playing semi-pro is because in high school, I was supposed to have clips to send to like I had at least 15 um colleges to actually send clips to. So I had the opportunity. I had clips to send to uh Illinois State. I had clips to send to Western Illinois University. I had clips to send to Wisconsin State University. Um, it was just so many teams that I had that I went, oh, and um and Northwestern mm-hmm. Huskies. You know, I had I wanted to send them clips, but what happened in high school, like I said, they deleted. I found out that my coach deleted my clips, deleted all my high school films. I had no type of proof of myself as a football player. And so they thought they can just close that door for me, but I'll open it up. So when I got a call from Ball State University and then I found out that it's a D2 division high school, like, you know, football team. Yeah. Yeah. Co- it's a, yeah. I mean, college, it's like, it's a university team. And like, how you say, I thought I found that out. My brain just went like, what, what just happened? Like what I just went from playing semi-pro to now to the division two football team. And like, how did this just even occur? And then I realized like, Man, this is nothing coincidence. You know what I mean? It's something. It's something more to it. It's something more that was perfect. That was meant for me. You know, it, that was a position for me. And I, I could have taken it, but I had everything to take. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right now, I always tell people that's always chances. I don't care if you in your thirties. Well, I ain't gonna say your thirties because you know football ain't, coaches probably won't look at you then. But now it's I, I got hundreds of chances right now. Hundreds yes, to sir. prove that I can go higher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, my goal is to go pro. And I'm still going. I'm still working on that goal, no matter what. I'm still working on it. Yeah, I mean, you're 23 years old. I mean, you still got time. You know what I mean? I mean, there, there's no age, age is number, and I mean, you know, what I mean, you still got a lot of time left to get there. So, you know, yeah. But you know, make the, been... just make sure you make the most of it, though. You know what I mean? The faster you can get there, the better. You know, but you know, make yeah. the most of your opportunity. So. And that's why I always tell people, I'm like, like I said, I went went to my high school, and they wanted me to do some coaching for them for their high school football team. Right. And I gave this one emotional uh, mode of speech for these kids. And I realized as I was speaking to them, they'd never heard this speech before. And one of them was, is that to give in or give all. Right. And they never understood that. It was like to give in, what do they mean? I say, if you give in, what are you taking from it? Yeah. What, what can you take from it? If you step on that field right now, what can you take from that field? Besides right. that player in front of you. Besides the audience screaming and hollering, besides that ref throwing flags, what can you take from that moment once you step in that field? Yes, sir. You know what you can take? You can take every second, every second, every minute, every down, every quarter. You can take it. And when you take it, cherish it. Because, like I said, tomorrow will never come back. You yep. know, we would never see tomorrow ever again. It's because that's what times do. And when I told him that, it, 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 it got to them got to me a little bit but it got to them really more and then they got out there and they won a football game and they came to me and said look you told us to go out there and take it all and we take it all we gave in we gave all of it in we took everything we could and i'm like that's the that's the spirit that i want you to have for the rest of your four years in high school or the rest of your years of playing football that's the spirit you want to have you want to take everything you have and put it in there because you'll never know where you come from Yes, sir. You know, that's exactly it. Take the spirit, value every, you know, value your time because your time is so precious and limited. And kind of like you said, yeah. like, you know, next play is never guaranteed. So tomorrow may never come. So I totally agree with you on yeah. that. Let's see. Definitely. And then 
And man, I mean, I just realized something. It's the almost the, yeah, it's over a one year anniversary of Caesar's being passed, man. You know, Caesar's passed. Yeah, man. I look, I, that was one of those things that hit me so hard one morning because I didn't even know. And yeah. I remember the last the last game that I had with Caesar, that was in that was against in Chicago. We had a game in Chicago on the west side on Garfield. Yeah. That was the last game I had with Caesar. And you know, I shook this hand. I remember, bro, it was just that moment of actually seeing that man. And, you know, when I seen in him, I seen that pride. And that's one thing no one can ever tell me about Caesar that you see pride in that man in the sports that he do. He yes, had certain conditions that told him that he can't play. He came out there and played. Yes, sir. No one can never tell me that that man never had a heart. That man had a heart for football. He had a heart for the Falcons. He never – that was hundreds of teams. I found out that was teams, the Crusaders. I found out all these other teams that just tried to say, oh, we could tell him to join the team. Lake yeah. County Warner's won Caesars. Guess what he did? No. No, exactly. No. He didn't, yeah. he wasn't no. I that man wanted to stay with the Falcons. He said he's he's a Falcon player for life, and that's he made that as the word. So yeah. after I found that out, you know what I mean? I like I said, it's one of those days to where you would never thought it would ever happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was I mean, one of those moments you would never thought it'd happen. Especially someone like Caesar, who wasn't really involved with any with any type of, at least from my knowledge, you know, uh, right. any type of wrongdoing. You know, he was armed securities, and you know, he's a he had a family. You know, I just when I saw the video of kind of drive by, it just really was just it sent shockwaves. You know, just like I was like, wow, like who, like who'd want, you know what I mean? So yeah, like you said, you can, yeah, I almost froze in that time, but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. life, bro. I mean, now even now we got now let's talk about you know Phil, Phil also, you know, with Phil, bro. Last, you know. Bro, like I said, that kid, like, it, it just shocked me so much when I heard about even Phil. Like, bro, just think, you was playing with the brother beside you and the brothers that was around you. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. I would never think anything like that. I always, every game, I always tell Phil, I'm like, you Carl or Phil? Wait, I always get Carl mixed with Phil. But then I always remember Phil because we have remember Phil when we had that um, indoor game in Michigan. Yes, sir. Man, that one film when 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 Phil was back, dude, that they dislocated his collarbone in that game. I remember I had the ball. The I had Michigan. Ball. I remember that. That's what I was talking about with Lofa and you know, the yeah, West Michigan Army scrimmage. I remember, I remember. Yeah, yeah, you had the ball. And then Phil <laughs> was just standing. The moment he turns, the dude just pow. You know what I mean? And all I know is I got clipped, I slid, and I look. All I see is, is Phil on the ground. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, Phil dead. Oh man, man Phil I'm like, no, bro, there ain't no way Phil got hit this hard. And then yeah. I'm just on the floor. And he ain't get up. He ain't moving nothing. I feel bad for black because I had his jersey on too. So they didn't know 82. They knew black. Black wasn't black? there. Yeah. No, he wasn't there. I yeah. had a jersey on. Yo, yo, you all I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they what? was like, man, number seven, you so you supposed to be better than that. I'm like, he is better than this. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not black. <laughs> I'm like, look, and then I remember that game too. It's like I got a tour with the biggest player, and he was getting scouted. I remember right now he was an NFL scout. I didn't yeah. even know until I found out like that that one game. Yeah, he's he was number ninety nine. I think it was like six five, and he was like three hundred twelve, three hundred fifteen pounds. Mm -hmm. I don't know how somehow I got in tour with him. Mm -hmm. He's a lineman. Mm -hmm. Why am I in two away? <laughs> you're in a 300 pound like lineman. That, how, how much is how many 125 pound weight weight disadvantage that you're getting yourself into? <laughs> Man, I don't. 
Man, <laughs> like I kid you not, when I say he came up to me, I, I didn't see him. He shoved me, and I just all I know I grabbed his jersey. And I realized his face isn't right here. His face is up here. This is his, I'm about, like, my face is at his stomach. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm grabbing him, trying to push him, listening, ain't budging. So I'm, I had to look up. I'm looking up like, oh, so you're the person I'm into it with. Oh, well, I'm not going, I'm not going to punch out. So I'm over here trying to fight with him. And I kid you not, like I said, it reminds me of Caesar and it was somebody else too. They came out there and they said, yo, man, get off him. You, you know he's too small for that. Get off him. That was Caesar and somebody else ran out there. That moment right there just showed him, like, no, that's family. Yeah, that's family. They're not going to let you get punked out by somebody like that. Yes, you sir. know, I ain't get punked out, but I, I showed him, like, look, you could be the biggest person of them all, but I ain't going to show you that. I ain't yeah. going to show you that. I'm a, in my mind, I'm three spot, I'm six five, 300 pounds, too. I don't look like it, but I am. <laughs> but I'm going to give you that. I'm going to exactly. give you that advantage. Well, Bingo. I can't, but I'm going to give it to you, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I was telling the coach, he said, how you get into him? I said, I don't know, coach. I don't I don't know. He brought it to me. Exactly. And then every, his own coach, at the end of the game, his own coach to me said, look, man, number seven, you is the toughest i ever seen in a long time. Yeah. I said, I'm not, okay, look, I'm not black, all right? I'm wearing his jersey. He couldn't make it today. That's why I'm wearing his jersey. I'm actually number 82. I just said, I forgot to bring my jersey with him. He was like, oh. Well, number 82, you're really tough out there, man. Keep, keep it up. And he want to actually tell me, like, go to Kalamazoo. Because we was in Kalamazoo. Yeah. And so, I remember that game. he was telling me. Yeah. That, yeah. that was just an interesting game. It was, like, one of my first-time experience in a, a real live. I think there was, I don't know what division it was. I think it was, like, Division three, Division, division three. two. Of, yeah. Division three in, in indoor football. Yeah. yeah. They, the way that looked like an NBA game. Bro, I'm telling oh, you, bro, 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 bro. You remember, you remember how big that, that arena was and how many fans there were? I was yeah. just like, the only other time I remember that was in the AI Championship 2012 with the Cal Eagles, the last arena team I played for before the Falcons. And yeah. I was just, I was like, oh my fucking God, how the fuck did they get this indoor stadium? I mean, bro, it was crazy. Like West Michigan and like, I mean, I don't know, bro. The Iron, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Man, them, them guys actually know how to play. And then I like how you say, me just looking at the fans, the audience, I'm seeing smoke and fatty, all these other kind of stuff. And I'm just looking around, I'm like, bro, we got the right game. We're playing the right people. Like, I don't think this is the team we're supposed to be playing for. <laughs> I'm like, coach, do you know, do you know who these people we said? Nah, they just called us out. I'm like, they called us out. They called us out. <laughs> all right. All right. They called us out. So like, well, man, it was like only 12 of us that day. Yeah. 12 of us. Right. Coach I had that talk to us. He said, uh, I remember he said that he forgot the playbook. He forgot to brought the playbook with him. Right. And so he was just pretty much just thinking the plays out of his head, like just throwing it out there. And and like um how you say the other coach tried to come in our locker room talking about some I got some plays for you guys. I want you to check it out. Coach said he don't want those plays. You don't he don't need no help from that. Yeah, but yeah. If anything, if he ever do need it, he'll let him know. But after that, he just said he got it from here. You know, just playing in that field just makes me think of like the actual football, like NFL type experience. Like, cause like, okay, if I'm at this far of a level playing against this team at this far level, I could just imagine the NFL. Pretty you know, much. that's how I look at that field. And 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 I don't mean to interrupt you, but kind of you know, my last guest, Zeus, what we're talking about yesterday, it's the same thing. It's like there's a lot of parallels between semi-pro and the NFL. Only thing is, they get paid millions of dollars. We don't. 
But obviously the experience and kind of the level of talent, because there are guys who are in the NFL or former NFL players. There are guys who are D1 players, you know, who are, you know, yeah. CFL, AFL guys who used to, who play semi-pro. My, my guest on Wednesday, Darius Prince, he, he used semi-pro as a vehicle to get to the NFL. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and kind of that West Michigan Ironman team, bro. And the Cal, I mean, that there were NFL dudes on that team. That's why those yeah. guys are so big and so fast and whatever. You know what I mean? It, it makes sense as to why Phil broke his collarbone because a dude coming that fast is not someone who's never played collegiate ball or D1 ball or a pro ball before. You know what I mean? Like these these are dudes who get paid up, you know what I mean? Like a pretty good amount to hit people. You yeah, know they, got, they get paid playing arena football. I just found that. They got paid playing that game with us. And I'm they like, did. They did. I'm like, bro, what? So we just came, what? I'm like, y'all just said it. And I was I was talking to one of the guy like he he wasn't like and the thing is it's like I realized like okay that's another thing that kind of got me molded that I know I could go pro because I was guarding one guy and he could not complete a pass against me at all that whole game right and something tells stuff like that tells me is that if this is what they require to speed for the NFL I got it I, yeah I got it I check it off my list I always say look. If this is what they need, all right, check that. I'm okay. I'm, I'm fast. I check that. I did a 40 yard dash recently. My 40 yard, an average cornerback, um, 40 yard distance is anywhere between 4.60 or below. Anything higher or 4.60 or below, you can't go higher. Anything higher that's like linebacker position wise. But I realized that I had like a four point, I believe it was like a four point, like 4.60 or 4.57. Um, 40 yard range. Yeah. And I'm like, that's pretty fast. Like, and yeah. And I was just keeping record of myself. And every time I go out to the field and to a turf field, I always, I'll always exercise my speed. I try to figure out what can I do to get even faster or faster. Yeah. I use the speed as an advantage, you know. And that game showed me a lot. Like, wow, I can, if, if this is a competitive player right here, I can just imagine how far I can go with competitive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's kind of the motivation, right? You're going to keep going. I guess we can close out yep. the interview with that, with that last segment. Last segment of the interview we can close out with is what's, what's in store for Jonathan Fonder? What do you foresee in the next five, 10 years? You know? Yep, definitely. Like I said, one of those things is going pro. In the next 10 years, I will be in the NFL. All right. um, I'm working every year. I'm working and, and, and guiding my way to the NFL you know, I mean, there's always going to be that obstacle in front. You know, college, all right, let's eat it out of the way. Then let's see, let's get to that scout. Let's get to um, scout season. You know, scouting season, let's get to it. You know, I mean, I'm willing to travel. And I think the next scout season is in Texas um, next year. Or, or I think it's Texas or is it California? If it's not anyone else, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they draft season is anywhere between those. Mm-hmm. And that um, my goal is to get there before it happens. So I'm going to keep trying, no matter how hard it is, is to keep going until I reach that level. And I'm going to reach that level. You know what I mean? I'm going to go pro. That's that's one thing about me that I'm always going to go pro no matter what. You know what I mean? With a mindset like you, LA, mindset like you gives me a mindset to succeed. You know what I mean? Every time, every time I see you post with your football jersey and just you, like, showing your champion, it's not just, they not, like I tell people, to LA, somebody like, why do you always got all these collections of champ- um, wrestling? But I'm like, they're not wrestling, but they're champions. There's a difference between there's a difference between having wrestling belts and champions. He's showing that he's a champion. That's what he's doing. He's not showing no collection. He's a champion. This is what he earned. This is what 
he gotten for being a champion. So he's going to keep going no matter what. You know what I mean? 100%. That's what I always tell people. So, 100%. like I said, man, my next goal in the next 10 years is the NFL. Yes, sir. You know, just keep grinding. You know, it, it, you never know, man. I mean, it, it'll happen maybe sooner than, than you expect. So, yeah, um, hey, 100%. Well, with that said, you know, John Obro, appreciate you showing up. And I, I, I forgot, we never really got to what the LA nickname come from, but I can time to tell all y'all how it happened. You can't see it, but I'm wearing my Lakers hat. So obviously when I, when I showed up to practice, coach, coach, coaches called me Cali. He was just like, Oh, you're from, where are you from? I'm from Cali. And now I'm like, okay. So he's like, we're gonna call you Cali. I'm like, I'm like, but then I'm like, okay. But then Cali's like, he's like, eh, he's like, Cali, Cali ain't really working. So Dre, uh, Dre, Dre came up with LA. But I think the thing was that I'm actually from the Bay Area. I'm not from LA, but I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not sure if Dre knew that or not, but that's pretty much kind of the whole origination of that. And then when I left the Falcons, LA kind of died. There's, but it is, but you know, what I mean, with the Falcons, you know, I mean, that's my nickname, you know, Falcons for life, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, with, the, with everything that, you know, y'all doing, you know, I mean, it's great to see, you know, the, the, the team still going, you know, the team's been around as long as I've been alive over 30 years, yeah. literally April 90, you know what I mean? So obviously, like you said, man, I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of opportunities, you know, semi pros a vehicle, you know, for myself, for you to elevate our brands and continue, you know, to continue our passion for the game we love, you know what I'm saying? So Right. Yeah, I, I think it's great. You know, I appreciate you coming on here. Appreciate you sharing your story. Appreciate you sharing, you know, what your goals, objectives are going to be for the next 10 years. And, you know, we wish you the best of luck, brother. All right. And, hey, um, I don't know if you don't mind. I was going to ask you is um, it's something that I've been doing with my, my wife and my daughter lately is that sure. we um, have a YouTube channel. If that was OK for you to announce about my YouTube channel. I don't know I if that's OK. Oh, absolutely. What's your YouTube channel, brother? Let's go. Jonathan oh, Fado oh. got a YouTube channel, boy. 82 oh, got a YouTube hey, channel. Look, hey, <laughs> hey, look. Oh, I, you said, like I said, like I said, something I've been doing outside of, you know, of me as I'm taking a break from football to regenerate, to get back into it, is that we made a channel for us called the Fonder Family. You know what I mean? Uh, Fonder Family. It's a, it's a family content with just, you know, me, my wife, my daughter. We do everything. You know, if anybody loves family-oriented contests for YouTube, definitely go hit up on the family. Um, you know, I, I definitely sent LA the link, and then however he posted, that's how we're going to go from there. I'll post, I'll post in the episode description as soon as I get it, brother. So, you know, looking forward to that. Fonder Family at Fonder Family YouTube. Follow Jonathan Fonder at Jonathan Fonder 82 or John.Fonder on IG. Jonathan Fonder on Facebook. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll see you at Ball State some, some, someday soon, brother, or somewhere else, man. Definitely, bro. Uh, Definitely. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're flexing right now, right? We got the 81 82 hey, Bird Game. 81 82. That's the best broadcast there, bro. This, yeah, is, all, this is one of a lifetime. They would never, they would never see these combinements ever on broadcast again, bro. They these never... are, this is the combinement, bro. Yes, this sir. Is, this is a moment right here to never forget. 100%. 100%. John, I appreciate you, brother. Have a great one. And you know what, man? Keep in touch, baby. Hey, no problem. Take care. (laughs) I want love.